so much great Advertising Week content, so little time. Snackable AI is now helping you navigate podcasts like this one, event sessions, and other content with chapters, topic tags, and more. Find the insights that matter to you faster than ever before. Learn more at snackable.ai. On this episode of the AW360 podcast, I speak with Sam Budd, CEO and founder of Buddy Media. The pandemic has dramatically changed how we live, work, and shop, and as a result, people have developed new needs, preferences, and values. Sam walks me through how live, in-person events have changed to fit those needs, and how brands should be thinking about live events again, both now and in the future. I hope you enjoy this episode. Sam Bud, welcome to the AW360 podcast. I'm pleased to have you on today. Hi, Richard. How are you doing? Quite good. Quite good. You're CEO and founder of Buddy Media, which is quite possibly the most friendly name of a company I've mentioned at least this week. Um, tell us a little bit about Buddy Media and what y'all do there. Amazing. Uh, yeah, so we're a performance marketing and, and social activations agency. Um, so kind of one of our core focuses is, you know, working with brands to help them kind of meaning, meaningfully connect and engage with new customers, uh, whether that's kind of launching into new markets, helping them kind of announce new products, uh, connecting and engaging with kind of key audiences, or most importantly right now, building deeper relationships with their existing customers to make sure they retain them. Excellent. And you are really into the brand activation space, as I understand it. Tell me a little bit more about that, why it's important. And, you know, obviously there's been a lot of challenges around that, to say the least, in the past couple of years. Tell me about those as well. God, yeah, the pandemic <laughs> was a, a very, very interesting time. I think we lost about seven clients in 48 hours. Oh. Um, and it was a uh, it was a, a particularly challenging time, but with challenges comes innovation. Uh, and I think, you, you know, the very fact that we, we've seen such a huge surge uh, in live activations in, in 2022 off the back of that shows how much appetite and desire there is uh, for these kind of more meaningful experiences. Um, I was kind of reading uh, a report uh, from Bellwether uh, just about kind of how scary next year's looking and how they're kind of, forecasting almost a 50% kind of reduction in ad spend. Um, but actually, you know, from a kind of a consistent kind of current activation stage, we're seeing so many brands right now trying to execute and, and kind of hit key moments this year. Um, I would say kind of the biggest outliers um, for us that we've seen have, have definitely been within like the, the tech, the gaming and the streaming space. Uh, and I kind of gather that has come off the back of the fact that they kind of had a really really strong pandemic uh, but then equally you know we're seeing alcohol brands music you know travel that are kind of coming back and looking to to recapture and re-engage those key customers uh really really focusing in the space well you would think that our lack of you know collectively uh, just as people in society of being able to get out and interact one-on-one -on -one with you know one another and you know gather in spaces for concerts and things of that nature would drive a huge amount of want for live events. 
is that true, number one? And also, is has there been innovations within the past couple of years, you know, as we've all been kind of stuck thinking about, you know, what is our plan B? What are we going to do next? Has there been innovations that you've seen that have also really kind of been at the forefront of driving this renewed interest in life? Well, I think, you know, humans are inherently you know, designed to want to connect. They want to experience, you, you know, we were locked up for two years and we, we essentially had all of those kind of incredible moments taken away from us. So, you, you know, it's natural that people are looking to kind of seek experiences, reconnect with friends, you know, pursue their past hobbies. You know, festivals in particular have been such a huge, festivals and events have been such a huge uh, focus and search for people. Um, so I think, you know, in general, there was always an appetite, but we're just seeing such a desire to kind of catch up and, and reconnect. Um, in terms of kind of the evolution, I think brand activations were inherently seen as, as a kind of in real life experience, you know, a, a moment that people would come and, and physically engage with. Uh, whereas actually in the pandemic, I think it really challenged brands to think about how they connect, like could connect with people from a digital perspective. You know, how could they actually meaningfully reach people from their sofas and in their homes? Uh, and I think as things have shifted, when the live activations were able to come back, there has been this really incredible kind of synergy between the digital live experiences and the in real life moments. When thinking about why brands should care about live events, what do you feel that they get out of them? And thinking more in terms of what do they get out of them in 2022 versus 2019? I mean, you know, these kind of events, marketing is all about creating relationships. It's about telling compelling stories. And right now, customer loyalty is so low. You know, people's spending power is getting tighter and there are more and more competitors in this space. So I think, you know, brands have to think of unique ways to kind of capture, you know, their, their market share and, and engage customers or they're going to end up losing them. I mean, we've all seen... Uh, you know, Netflix losing over a million subscribers. And you've got to ask a question, you know, what were they doing to really think about their customer and meaningfully connect with people? Um, I've seen a really, really good example recently of, of how Apple have done that. Um, so with their kind of Apple Music's new live offering, uh, you know, where they're launching out exclusives with Harry Styles, but then also doing kind of Apple Music sessions where they're providing kind of unique, incredible experiences to people um, that can only be accessed, you know, if you're part of that platform. Uh, so I think, you know, brands have to start really listening to customers and remembering it's not about them. Because I think as soon as you think that you're safe and as soon as you think that you are the kind of the key player, that's when competitors that are challenging you come up with innovative approaches to, to kind of to snatch them away. You know, Buddy Media recently organized a two-day festival where you brought 5,000 people to London Bridge for the launch of Matchmasters, a mobile game. Tell me a little bit more about that. I mean, just the logistics of it, the importance of it, what's the, what's the benefit to Matchmasters, just the whole thing. And, and I guess further, how on earth did you get 5,000 people onto London Bridge? Yeah, that was, I think that was probably one of the most stressful uh, six weeks of my life. Uh, but you know, it was an incredible experience. And I think 
you know, it comes down to, to having a, a great team, uh, you know, brilliant processes, but also, you know, the client has to be on board. Um, and I think we've kind of got a motto at Buddy, which is, you know, start with the end in mind. And if you don't know where you're trying to get to, if you don't know what the outcomes uh, are that you, that you want, then ultimately, you know, when you start, you'll you'll often kind of fall short. Um, yeah, five thousand people. I mean, I mean, we were we were lucked out. One one of the challenges with with live activations and these events is the weather. Uh, and I think we had you know thirty five degrees sunshine uh, in June when it's usually raining. Uh, mm -hmm. So that was obviously a, a really really helpful factor. But I think. With my previous experience working at Beach Break Live, which is a music festival, you, you know, it's the pre-build, it's the hype, it's the excitement, it's the kind of multi-platforms that you're doing to create groundswell beforehand that actually turns that incredible event uh, into something really special. And when thinking about the organization of something like this, how much consideration is given to, I think... I'll position it as the need for people to get back to things the way they used to be. Everybody has an idea of what a live event looked like, you know, 2019 or earlier versus the needs for a certain amount of caution that I think a certain amount of people still want when it comes to being out and about and among other people. What does that look like now? And do you see that kind of sticking around? I think... I mean, it's, it's, it's been a really interesting one. So so we actually ran through the pandemic uh, some outdoor cinema experiences as well, kind of doing them all across London uh, and the wider parts of the UK. And that was really ch challenging just with social distancing, ensuring that everyone's getting tested, uh, mask, etc. However, again, it just comes down to really detailed planning and making sure that you've kind of planned ahead uh, for any surprises. I think with Match Masters, we hit it at a point where it really felt like the world was back alive. And so we didn't actually see uh, kind of any concerns or, or kind of any challenges uh, around people kind of wanting to come and engage. I think even more so, they saw it as an opportunity to gain uh, a kind of really exciting experience um, and, and kind of connect uh, with a brand. I think one of the challenges that Matchmaster gave us was, you know, we are a, a family centric uh, gaming app, um, but, you know, we obviously have a massive competitor with the likes of Candy Crush. What is it that we can do to cut through the noise, uh, but still be unique? And so I think when we were kind of ideating and, and trying to really come up with that, you know, one of the core focuses was how do we make this a truly immersive experience for everyone? And so we had, you know, face painting, we had Vernon K DJing for, for the kids and, and the kind of younger demographic. Um, you, you know, we had um, an interactive gamified board experience where people could actually go and play live with the game. Um, and so I think one of the core goals, you know, when, when you're doing an activation in general is like, who is your audience and what are you trying to achieve, um, you know, as a result of engaging with them? Interesting. You know, one of the things that really came to the forefront during the pandemic was this whole idea of the metaverse. And I, 
it's not lost on me, certainly, that, you know, maybe the opportunity seemed very good right then because nobody could go anywhere. So maybe we make virtual worlds where people meet and interact. And it all seemed like a great idea at the time. But now as live becomes a possibility more and more around the world, it feels like that's taking a little bit more of a backseat. As someone into live activations, what is your view on the metaverse and its potential future as, you know, either additive or a replacement for live events? I think it's incredible. You know, I think one of the biggest challenges with, you know, any agency is staying current, you know, and staying relevant. And I think if you if you don't evolve, you die. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the biggest challenges, as, as you will know, with activations is they are very centric. And so even though you can provide the most incredible experiences, how do you get that scale? You know, how do you impact millions and millions of people all in one go? And so interactive, you know, gamified kind of moments, the metaverse, you know, that kind of augmented reality and, and allowing people to kind of feel and touch and engage with a brand it means that it's inclusive to anyone you know whether you're in Germany in the US um, or in the UK um, even if the activation is being held in France and so I think what this evolution of brand activations is doing is allowing brands to meaningfully connect with more people which means that they can actually provide much greater experiences uh, just from a budget perspective. And in thinking of the year ahead, let's pretend for a moment that COVID is fully behind us by this time next year. Where do you see the industry heading, particularly as it relates to live events? So that's a that is a difficult one because I think often people try and attack trends too quickly uh, when they're not ready. And I think the very fact that immersive experiences are, are so much um they provide so much kind of impact for a brand uh, I, I think i read a a report recently that said that you know after a brand experience you know an engaging meaningful experiences you are 90 percent more likely or inclined to actually go on and, and you know buy a product and so then i think you know when you're looking at this downturn that's coming up and budgets are being stripped back you really need to think about how are you delivering activations that are then going to help leverage sentiment and increase purchase consideration so that you can make that ad spend go further. So I think as we evolve and as we kind of go through a, a relatively challenging time ahead, I think a lot of the activations and a lot of brands uh, will be coming to us with ROI kind of performance first briefs going, how can we deliver this at scale? And what outcomes can we get and how can we measure that? Because I think historically, definitely pre-pandemic, it was incredible to go and do these massive, uh, you know, half a million pound activations that were fully focused around that kind of brand engagement, immersive experience, hoping that it was going to drive a kind of percentage uplift. Um, so I think everyone, uh, and we're seeing it right now with the briefs that are coming through, are being challenged to say, how are you going to drive ROI from this? Excellent. If anybody wanted to find out more about you and Buddy Media, where should they go? Cool. So if you want to reach out or, or find out more about how Buddy Media do activations, you can hit, hit us up on buddymediagroup.com uh, and just contact us uh, and we'll get in touch. Amazing. Well, Sam, thanks so much for taking the time to be on the show today. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. 
Thanks for listening. For more content like this and to learn about Advertising Week's world-leading events for the advertising, marketing, and technology industries, visit www.advertisingweek.com. Chaptering and other structural elements for this podcast are powered by Snackable AI. With the ability to unify all content in one place, have AI distill the best insights instantaneously, and share them seamlessly, businesses on Snackable create more relevant value for their audiences faster than ever before. Learn more at snackable.ai.